Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s and today. Playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests and more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Welcome to the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb. And I'm Smuts. What's up, everyone? And as everybody guessed it, tonight is all about Ozzy Osbourne. And we have a special guest to help us through this big part one episode, and that would be... The Big Rich. Yeah. So this is going to be all Ozzy there, schmutz. What do you think? I like it. I like it. I mean... You know, he's not my 80s guy, but he's he's a good guy. Bitten heads and bats, bats pigeons. and done all kinds of stuff. Took a leak on the Alamo. He's a showman. He's still alive. And yeah. He's still alive. He's retired, but he's still going at it. We're going to skip over the Black Sabbath stuff, and we're just going to well, go For all our younger solo. listeners, he started out in Black Sabbath. Yes, he did. And he got fired from the Sabbath in 1979 due to alcohol and drug problems yeah he had a lot of (laughs) issues but yeah he started out well he wanted to call it blizzard of oz but it just stuck with ozzy instead so we're gonna play a few tracks off of blizzard of oz little controversy over this song oh yeah that was it was pretty messed up Yeah, when Ozzy got fired, he was moping around in a big hotel room. And his manager sent his daughter, which happened to be Sharon, later Sharon Osborne, to help him out, try to get him sober. And his she wife. succeeded. At the time, that was not... his daughter. I heard you say the manager's daughter. Yeah, because Sharon's oh, okay. father that. was that. the manager for Black Sabbath and Ozzy. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool. He recruited Randy Rhodes. Legend. He is a legend. It's too bad he didn't live. That guy could have done a lot of amazing things. He had bassist Bob Daisley. And then they brought in Rudy Sarzo. And these guys were off. Is he still alive? Rudy Sarzo is he the last one from Quiet Riot? Plays no. with no. Quiet Riot now. He's in Quiet Riot. Yes. yes. And they are out on tour now with yeah. him. Yes, they are. We're going to go a little slow, just for the schmutz here. Nice, I like it. I just want to put in a note that I listened to this song 6,842 times and never <laughs> once thought of cutting my wrist. Okay, <laughs> just saying. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Goodbye to roommates. 
had any nights with this song there, Schmutz? Oh, I've had a few nights with this song. This was also ranked number nine on Rolling Stone's list of 100 greatest metal albums of all time. That's pretty good. Went to number nine on the Billboard charts. Didn't get a lot of radio play at the time. It was a commercial success. This was played on my senior picture. Mine too. Slideshow. Yeah. Sing it, Schmutz. It's good. It's a good song. I once in a while I hear this on the radio still. It's kind of kind of a sad song. I'm gonna play a deep cut that was later on his reissue in O2. This is called "You Looking at Me, Looking at You." What year did it originally come out? This came out in 1980. Okay. How old were you there, Big Rich? Eleven. Did you get into Ozzy at that time? My dad listened to Black Sabbath, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I was cutting that cloth. <laughs> I'm a child of the 60s. <laughs> Big Rich, you may have never heard this song before. Unless Probably you have. have the reissue from the earlier albums. I like to play a little deep cuts on podcast once in a while. Lee Kerslake played the drums. Never heard him. But they got Tommy Aldridge. That man is a beast on the drums. He's played with White Snake. He's played with Black Oak, Arkansas. Okay. This guy's still playing drums, probably 70 years old. God bless him. Hey. So back in 1981, we had Diary of a Madman. I want to say before this, Van Halen opened up for Ozzy. Yes. In 78. So there is a O2 reissue of this, and there is also a Sony Legacy version as well. I love this. I, I just read this right here, and I love this. I gotta say this. Osborne on leaving Black Sabbath. He got 76,000 shares of his name. He's like, I just locked myself away and spent three months doing coke and booze. That's He's my kind of guy. one of those guys that can abuse his body and do drugs and alcohol and probably live till he's 100 years I love old. That. That, that's a great quote right there. Here's We're a, not talking about Coca-Cola, folks. No. No coke. Kill it. The other hit song on this album... The 
And this song did go number two on the Billboard charts. And it is not about smoking marijuana either. Oh. Yeah, this song was pretty big for a while. Yeah. I think, Big Rich, did you hear this as a wee young lad on the radio? Oh, well, I probably had the album. Because it came out in 81, so you would have been... I just want to say this. 11? Well, on, on the previous album, it achieves top 100 selling artists of the 80s not having a top 40 hit. Wow, that's Ozzy's first album. That's amazing. That is amazing. Big Rich, he requested a song off of Speak of the Devil, which came out in 82. That that was an all-live album, wasn't it? Yes, it was. A lot of Black Sabbath stuff in that. I just want to say on this tour, this is when Randy Roach and Rachel Youngblood got killed. Yeah. As their plane doing a stunt by their bus driver, who was also their plane. Clipped their tour bus flying over it to leave. I did not know that. Yes, and it hit a tree. Oh, man. Killing them. Randy Mm. Rhodes was going to be special. He was special, but he had a hell of a future ahead of him. And the makeup designer and costume designer, they all passed away. The result was ruled by poor judgment of the pilot and probably some drugs and alcohol. This is Fairies Wear Boots. If you guys look at the cover of this album, as a little kid, it scared the crap out of me. Something weird is coming out of Ozzy's mouth. Looks like a big glob of jello or something. There'll be one fun fact. Brad Gillis replaced Randy Rhodes and played some live tours. And this is part of his uh, recording on this live album, which he later on went on and formed Night Ranger. A little controversy too. Rudy Sizar's brother wanted the job after Randy Rhodes passed away, but Jet Records already had a replacement. And that really sucks. And flew him in. Bernie Tormea. I've heard of him. Had flown in from England and was promised by Jet Records he had the job. Live tribute was made this this album. Sweet. I guess after this, Rudy Sarzo he left the band. Yeah, the falling out with Ozzy and the management, and he's gone. Ozzy fell in deep depression after that. His 
he was probably stressed out after touring for countless years. Now, Big Rich, did you own this live album? I probably did. Because it seemed like everybody had I, this I, album. I may have been getting into cassettes by this time. but I think I bought this on cassette. Yeah. Now, do you suppose Ozzy was the Nostradamus of rock and roll, and he predicted that uh, this Bud Light controversy with fairies wear boots? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you might be onto something there, Big Rich. Yeah. Just, just one of them conspiracy theories. But... Right. We're going to have to look in on this. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. After this, things got pretty big for Mr. Osborne, because then we went to Bark at the Moon with Jakey Lee. He's one of the best guitar players guitar, ever. Formerly of a rat. And he went on and formed Badlands. I love that band. I, this is probably my least favorite Aussie album. Yeah, I'd say so in the 80s. But but Jakey e. Lee gave him a complete different sound than what he yes. had before. Yeah. Yeah, and he kind of got screwed out of the writing credits, too. Ozzy did come out later and said that, yes, he did help collaborate with the lyrics and music to this song, but they left his name off the linear notes. Wow. I'd be a little upset about that. Yeah, I think he was. I guess Bob Daisley wrote some stuff too, and he was left off the notes as well. Their bass player. There is a Japanese song called Spiders in the Night, but it's not very good. Bark at the Moon sold 3 million copies in the U.S. Yeah, it so, was one of his most commercial, successful albums at that point. Went to number 19 on the Billboard Albums Charts. Certified Gold. This album is the only studio album to feature drummer Tommy Aldridge. This is so tired. I don't remember this being on the radio, but I was pretty little when this came out back in 1983. That was kind of cool. a little bit of the Black Sabbath days with some of their piano-driven tunes. I like it. It's good. Good song. Yeah. 
a celebration begin with Case and Court. Lisa and her staff provide a wide selection of beer, wine, and spirits at competitive prices. They have everything you need for your next party, get together with friends, or that special occasion. Open Monday through Sunday, so stop by Case and Court. 835 North Main Street, Geneva, Indiana. Ozzy took a three-year drug fuel bender between Bark at the Moon and The Ultimate Sin. I had a lot of good songs <laughs> yeah. during that. Because of that, after this album, Jakey Lee parted ways. Yep. Yes. He wasn't very happy. But I think Jakey Lee come into his own on this album. This is a great album. Yes. Yeah, this one is a really of, good album. One of my album. favorite Ozzy albums ever. We'll explore a little of this album right here. Ozzy was a mainstream name by this time. Yes, this was a top oh, 10 yeah. hit right here. His first single to ever chart the Billboard Hot 100. The video was pretty freaking crazy. It was awesome. That just awesome. set the stage for that mid-80s metal magic. Headbangers Ball MTV was out when it was real music videos. Mm, yes, yeah. Yes. That was awesome. wait till Friday night to hit Headbangers Ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this, yes. is, this is platinum in 86. Went double platinum in 94. That's huge. That's huge, your schmutz. And you hear this song all the time. Oh, it's just a cranking tune. And you still hear this today on the oh, yeah. radios. And this was also the first album to feature Randy Castillo and the bassist Phil Susan. Now, is this right after the Bad Incident? Was the Bad Incident, like before one of the tours before this album come out? Somewhere around that time. Yeah. Here on the album cover, Gauzy's head with the bat wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he bit the head off at yeah. a concert. Yeah. He's a crazy guy. Killer of Giants. Awesome song. This is one of my favorites on here. If I remember right, it was a side B song, but it was killer. Yes. You know, at the times with the Cold War with Russia, this was a pretty big song. About nuclear war. Kids don't understand that today. No, they don't know what it's like to live under the Cold War of the Reskies. Watch Red Dawn. Yep. Yeah. The yeah. We may be coming back into that era here real soon. <laughs> right. Oh. Let's hope not. And this was his highest charting studio album at this point. Love that guitar work right there. That's pretty cool. Is Jakey e. Lee with anybody now? He has his own so, band called so the Red band. Dragon Cartel. Yeah. Their first album is good. The second one, eh, he was out of the limelight for 10, played, 15 years. Yeah, he played years. with another band that I used to love, and I cannot remember who they are right now. See, he was with my head. Badlands, and then he played a little bit later, then he just oh, fell off the face of the oh, earth why? until a few years ago. I'll have to look into that schmutz. Oh, let's see here. They have a naked girl on the video, which I, that, you know, makes me think of things. 
He had an instrumental album called A Fine Pink Mist in 1996. And a cover album called Retraced in 05. I'm going to look in on that. He also played with Rough Cut. That's a little shout out to the T-Bone. But Osborne just keeps finding awesome guitar players. Yeah, throughout his whole career. Each one's a different sound. Gives him a completely different He just finds the best guitar player. Yeah. The next one is my favorite. Well, they're all legends. They are legends, but... Yeah, we're going to get to that. Hey, really, to me, it's just three different bands. The right. sound is just completely yeah. different. Guitar is different. And that's yeah. what changes this whole and, makeup. And the thing is, what's awesome is Ozzy just kind of goes off of that. You know? That, that's what makes it cool and different. You get kind of a different album yeah, every time. Awesome. We went from Randy Rhodes to Jakey Lee to the next fellow that's coming up real soon. We'll play a little Lightning Strikes. I'm going to have to get this downloaded. This album was great. It's good. This is one of the defining albums of my kidhood. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) It was good. I haven't heard this album in years years it's been a while he said they still play shot in the dark every once in a while but you, you don't just, hear any of the rest of it no you don't Osborne appeared in The Decline of the Western Civilization 2 and he told the director sobriety sucks and I'm going to have to agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, this next album, fellas, had one of the best guitar players in Ozzy's history. Yeah. This man is an awesome guitar player. He went on to do a lot more other stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to play No Rest for the Wicked. Zach Wild. And you can tell this has a major impact. And he's impact. in Pantera right now. Yes, he is. When I think of the mid to late 80s, I hear this album right here. I mean, just has that sound, that awesome sound. Heavy metal. Yes. I mean, yeah. This is probably my second favorite album by Ozzy. Yes. This is good. It was also certified gold in 1988. It went to number 13 on the Billboard at 200. I do believe that I read one time that when Ozzy wrote this song, he was sitting in a hotel room and started singing, I'm looking for a miracle man to bring me some drugs. <laughs> and that's a fact. All right. Wow. That's a fact. Not a boink, it's a fact. <laughs> and bassist Bob Daisley, he made his return to this album. Later on, Black Sabbath bandmate Geezer Butler join the fold for the tour of this album. This is Fire in the Sky. 
I remember playing this song to our buddy Bones, and he just like boom fell in love with it. It's like you gotta hear this song. The guitar work is just incredible on this song. There was also a Japanese track called The Liar. You folks want to check that out. They love good shit in Japan. They always get the bonus tracks while we didn't get it here in America. It sucks. No Zach Wild, he's a pretty young man in this clean and shaven dude. No beard. Wow. But he still can sling that ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Killing it. The introduction to his heartache began as a child. You got to play Tattooed Dancer off this album, too. So get to that there, Big Rich. Little B1 fun fact. In 1995, Zach Wild auditioned for Guns N' Roses. Wow. I'm glad he didn't get in there. That would ruined his image. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I'll tell you what. Guns N' Roses. I don't know. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. <laughs> Fire in the sky. Can't you see that all my castles? I think this might be my favorite on this album. This is good. This is good. Fire in the sky. Okay, so the big rich wanted to hear tattooed dancer. Let's fire this up. Of those dreams. This song rocks. I haven't heard this one in a while. Tar's killing it. Yes. This kind of reminds me of the movie Rockstar. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. I love that movie. We might have to have a podcast on that movie as much as we talk about that oh, through I these that podcasts. Movie. I thought it was great. Oh yeah. Here's the main staple hit song. This is also played quite a bit today, even. I guess Ozzy, he toured with Dixon and White Lion wow. for this album. Wow. That would have been cool. That would have been the hell of a show. And they I did. saw it. That's Call in. Yeah. I saw it. It was like 86 or 87, somewhere in there. Wow. I would have loved to have been to that one. That's the first one. time I saw Ozzy. I see him back in uh, 1996, I believe. Okay. And they lowered him down off the ceiling. He was in that throne, and he opened him up, and the dough flew out. <laughs> it's been awesome. You're skipping over one of the huge songs that he was involved with. Close my eyes forever. Yeah, Lita Ford. That was off of Lita's. But we're going to play that. This is a great song. Great song. This was a big hit song. Ozzy did some other cameo 
appearances on other albums as well. That's a good song. Let's crank this one here on the radio. Yeah. Close my eyes forever. This did go to number eight on the charts. And in 1989, Osborne performed at the Moscow Music Peace Festival with a lot of other people, like Bon Jovi, Skid Row. The Scorpions. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I've seen that on VHS at the time. And there is also a companion album that comes out with that, too. So you guys should check it out. The first time they ever let those bands in. Rock solves the problem. It bridged the gap. Yep. Guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Check out Spare Time Lanes in Burn, Indiana for all your bowling needs. Lance and his crew serve up a meat lunch, dinner, and Friday breakfast with 16 beers, including craft beers, on tap. Brand new cooler and TVs for your sporting entertainment. So come on into Spare Time Lanes Monday through Saturday for some bowling action, great food, great beer, and all-around fun. And maybe drink a bush latte with the smuts. Here we are, fellas. One of the best Aussie albums of all time, at least I, in my opinion. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite, for sure. This one came out in 1991. You guys guessed it. This is... No More Tears, released in 91. It spawned four singles, which reached the top ten on the charts. Along with the Blizzard of Oz, this is one of his best-selling solo albums in North America. Last album to feature Randy Castillo and bassist Bob Daisley. I remember hearing this on the radio. I was like, man, this is good. I was young, out shooting hoops with buddies, and this was always playing. This album was just playing. Even people who didn't even like rock liked this album. Yeah. This song, it's just Zach Wild. This is top three best, best guitar solos ever. We're going to fast forward that. Big Rich, we'll find that for you. Little B1 fun fact. Lemmy Kilmeister wrote the lyrics for six songs, but only four were used on the album. Mike Inez from Alice in Chains, he was on the videos and went on tour with Ozzy as well. Kevin Jones played keyboards. Yes, he did. Not the guy we know. <laughs> No, this whole album. I mean, it's it's like the Metallica Black album. Yes, it is. It's like that. It's like a game changer. It is. Yes. I think it was the pinnacle for Ozzy too. I 
bought this cassette at Kmart and it was damaged and it was half off and I'm like, well, I have the money. I'm going to buy that sucker. Yeah, that's pretty good. If you ever hear somebody say they can feel music, this is it right here. Amen. I got goosebumps. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I mean, there's so many good songs on this. Man, this song is so good. I love this song. This gives me goosebumps listening to this song. The lyrics are amazing. And you hear a lot of songs on the radio right now from this album. Oh, yeah. Including this one. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I don't know how many times I've listened to this album, but this is a great album. Yeah. Got a few reissue bonus tracks with it, too. And it also has a 30th anniversary expanded edition with over 24 tracks. Little Road to Nowhere. Oh. This is great story of my life. <laughs> it's almost like the TV show From. Yeah, that's pretty good. My my road goes to nowhere. The people want to watch a crazy show. It's good. Watch From. Yeah, it's I'm telling good. you, it's really good. That show's messed up. I never saw it. You need to watch it's, it. It's really good. It's kind of really like good. Lost, but there's a big horror element to it. Yeah. What's it called? From. F-R-O-M. From. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. Can you like Netflix it or something? It's on the Epics channel. I can get it on Sling. I mean, I just watched Game of Thrones. I mean, that's how far behind I am. Oh, wow. I've never watched that. I was told I need to. That's pretty good. And this is another good song, Desire. Osborne did get a, a Grammy on I Don't Want to Change the World. Yeah, that song was played all over the place. And these, this was supposed to be his final album. Yeah, he had the No More Pours thing going on, and it was going to be done. But, of course, he wasn't going to retire. Who was he fooling? Went four times platinum and number 10 on that year's rock charts, which wow. I thought would be higher. Yes. I thought it would have been number one.
Retirement Sucks Tour reached number four on the Billboard 200s. Also, I hope I live long enough to say that. Right. <laughs> those are some good albums. I mean, those those raised us. They did. Those were some classic albums. I mean, that's a staple for us 80s kids. Yeah, and you still hear that all that stuff on the radio today, most of it. and Just you about know, every album we played, you hear at least one or two songs today still. That's just amazing. Yeah. The staying power. It is. His newer stuff, you don't hear as much. No, I just it, that's how it works. You know, now after the music the, industry sucks. The '90s things no didn't go. To my friends out there, <laughs> you're, you're not sucking. You're trying. You're trying. So, fellas, before we tie this up, your best Ozzy album of the '80s. No more t- well, in the well, 90s. It wasn't even the '80s. Yeah. And no early rest, no rest 90s. For the well, okay. okay. If, the if we're going '90s, let's go '90s and the '80s. Okay, I'm going no more tears. No more tears, hands down. I mean, it's same awesome. here. Okay. Zach Wild killed that yes. song, bitch. Your second favorite. No rest for the wicked. Same here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Okay. Although Blues of Oz had some pretty good tunes Blues as well. Blues of Oz was good. That could slide in there. Yeah. I mean, that was a classic album. I mean, but it's not one you listen to. But it's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me that Ozzy finds Randy Rhodes, Jakey Lee, and Zach Wilde. That's a lot of luck right there. Yeah. I mean, or a lot of something. I mean, he had trash bags full of cocaine backstage. I mean, well, people come flocking. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Sure, they did. (laughs) So, yeah. And then you put one hell of a good show on. Yes, yes. Go see Ozzy. Well, I guess you can't see him live anymore because he's he's going to be in California this summer. That's one right. more time. There's a big. I would not recommend going to California. Big uh, concert I out there this that. summer. There's Metallica's yeah. playing, and you Judas get Priest. I think Iron Maiden. Yes, some big heavyweights. Yes. I think we'll stay away from that stage. Yeah. Some people that are in the Rock and Hall of Fame and some aren't. All should be. Right. But I won't get into yeah, that we better tonight. not get into that. I won't get into things that. Things might go south. I don't want to upset Tupac. <laughs> Before we go, I'm calling your ass out. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I want back into battle. Okay. I want you. Oh. I want Brother T. Oh. I want the Blonde Bomber. Okay. Oh. In the B list battle. I have been cheated out of my championship, okay. and I'm coming back to claim it. He's coming to the B list wow, battle. Like WWE. Wow. Okay, you'll get the winner of one of us. Coming up here soon. Stay okay. tuned, guys. I really hope it's you. We may have a rematch from our March Metal Madness. We won't have our With last. unbiased judges. Okay. We won't have our last judge. <laughs> was was more intoxicated than me. <laughs> and uh, I already knew when you listened to the podcast, I knew he was messy. Yeah, because it was I a tie. I called him out on it. but So we got that all figured out. <laughs> so it's going to be a three-way battle royale coming up very soon, guys. So stay tuned. Yep. So we'd like to thank the Big Rich for joining us on our part one of the Ozzy Osbourne yes, thank special. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Big Rich. And love hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah. Love you. We, love you, man. we love you coming over here and hanging out. Yep. So everybody check us out on Spotify, Podbean, all that fun stuff. And what Nikki Lane says. If it's too loud, you're too old. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Keep rocking out there, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your hosts, B1 Bomb and The Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. 
If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. Taking healthier actions, more exercise, eating healthier. I'm all about eating healthier. <laughs> right? I'm trying. Yeah. Is that on my phone? I think so. That's not on. No, that's not on my phone. <laughs> oh, it must have been mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking into eating healthier on the podcast. We appreciate that. <laughs>